McAfee, the cybersecurity firm, has just unveiled Project Mockingbird, which is essentially something set up to stop AI voice clone scams. This is something that has been huge. A lot of people are talking about it. In fact, I even get my father-in-law sending me videos on Facebook or Reels on Instagram about these voice clone scans, scams. I think a lot of people are concerned about them, and I think there's some good reason for that. So this is a really interesting tool that's supposed to get around that. We're going to be talking about everything, how they how they actually plan on doing this on the podcast today. I wanted to mention today's podcast is sponsored by AI Box, my very own no-code AI app builder and marketplace. If you're interested in building apps with no code, you can go to AIbox.ai to get on the wait list. And if you're interested in investing in a new AI startup, I'll leave a link in the description to republic.com slash AI dash box. We just crossed $300,000 raised on our crowdfunding campaign, and we're really excited to launch this project. You can learn more about it at the link in the description. Now let's get into the podcast. We gonna bring it to you just like that. Welcome everyone to the future. It's AI chat, bringing you the interviews and giving you info to be in the know from tech company CEO. So the headline here is that McAfee has introduced Project Mockingbird, and this is essentially to detect AI-generated deepfakes in audio. So Project Mockingbird, this is actually unveiled at CES 2024 in Las Vegas, the big consumer electronics show um, with a lot of really cool, you know, revelations and uh, cool stuff in tech that people are essentially revealing and launching and showcasing. So the technology essentially is aiming to protect consumers from scams, um, which are, of course, like a lot of people, you can use things like Eleven Labs. And essentially, the worry here is the scam goes like this. Uh, you're going to get a phone call. It's going to be from your mom or from your daughter. And they're going to say, hey, I'm at the gas station right now. And for some reason, my card's not working. Um, is there any way, you know, my phone's dead. So I'm actually borrowing someone's phone. But is there any way you could Venmo this random person 20 bucks. They're here and they said that they can just pay for my gas for me. It would just be like, please, please, please. I really need it. I'm stuck, right? So then you're like, oh, what? Shoot. Okay, what's the Venmo here? Sent them the 20 bucks and bada bing, bada boom. Someone just scammed you because they just, you know, cloned someone's voice. And it's very easy to do these voice clones. You essentially, you can go find as little as like one minute of someone talking. Um, and that could be a Facebook video that could be, you know, them talking in their Instagram or reels or anywhere, or just, yeah, on Facebook talking on YouTube anywhere. And you feed that into 11 labs and you can make a clone and get someone to say that. So you could see how that scam could especially, um, trick seniors and people that aren't quite as savvy on tech. So th this is the big concern. Um, so Steve Grobman, who's the CTO of McAfee, he kind of explains the importance of detecting these scams. He, he talked a lot and kind of highlighted, you know, how this could be a serious issue. So McAfee essentially focuses on protecting consumers' digital lives from a bunch of threats, right? It's kind of like a antivirus. It's famous for being an antivirus on your computer kind of um, thing. And I don't know how popular antiviruses are nowadays. I have not had one for years, never had a virus for years, just don't download stuff from CD websites and you should be fine has kind of been my motto. But I don't know, maybe I'm maybe I'm alone in that. Maybe antiviruses are still relevant. I kind of feel like they're viruses, to be honest, whenever I get like Norton and I get 100, or every time I get a new computer and I get 100 pop-ups from Norton, I just feel like Norton is a virus that you cannot uninstall. So, you know, that's just me. But in any case, um, the company McAfee right now, essentially they're anticipating the use of like generative AI to, they're saying that they think it's going to be used for disinformation and uh, political campaign content. But they think like legitimate political campaign content is going to be very common, right? You're going to get robocalls uh, that sound like people, but they're really just, you know, ChatGPT linked to like a 
knowledge base linked to 11 labs or something similar like that some sort of ai voice thing anyways very interesting so mcafee essentially has um, increased their investment in technology to detect ai capabilities in video and deep fakes combined with hacked materials right now can fool people pretty well um we've seen a lot we've seen a lot of this um but in any case Groverman, who's kind of spearheading all of this, he announced a bunch of new technology for image, video, text, and deepfake audio detection. So Project Mockingbird, essentially it detects if audio is really the person that is speaking to you. So deepfake audio scams, obviously this is a concern for like the gas station example I gave you, but you can extrapolate and think about a hundred ways that that could be used. Uh, a lot of people are concerned about like how it's going to impact the election on the AI Applied podcast with Connor. I did We did a whole segment on how we think AI is going to impact the presidential elections um, in the United States this year or how people will be using them. In any case, McAfee Labs has developed an AI model with over 90% accuracy in detecting AI-generated audio, which is amazing. You can imagine having a tool like this on your phone um, when you get any sort of robocall or call or customer service. Um, or even a family member asking for money, like having the ability to detect if that's uh, AI generated audio could be really helpful. And even if you're like, oh, psh, I can, you know, I can, I can detect it, no problem. It would probably be great to have for maybe your parents or some people that are a little bit less tech savvy. So um, Grobman was kind of comparing deepfake detection technology to a weather forecast for digital engagement. So McAfee's technology essentially helps people to uh, tell between real um, and fake voices and it's going to be integrated into McAfee products for user protection so uh, you know of course there's lots of cyber criminals and they use legitimate social media accounts to um, or just different accounts to disseminate all of their deep fakes and scams and all that kind of stuff so um, there's a couple of different types of scams but some of the scams include what are called cheap fakes which is essentially where audio is partially real and partially fake um, this is very common in like the crypto scam kind of arena. And this is actually something I've talked about on my podcast before. This one is almost flipping impossible. Uh, I would be blown away if McAfee has a solution for this, um, but it's really, really hard to detect. So here's how I get, I, here's where I see these. Essentially, you get a real video clip of Joe Rogan talking about some supplement that he loves. And this is a real clip from his podcast. And right before he says, and the name of the supplement is Athletic Greens or whatever sponsors him. They just swap out the name of the supplement for their own supplement and then run an advertising campaign. So it seems like this whole big endorsement by Joe Rogan, they don't have to deep fake the whole thing. They just have to deep fake like the one word of their supplement, which is really, really sneaky. So they call those cheap fakes. In any case, McAfee's technology can identify where deep fake audio starts in a video, meaning if something like that was playing, it could literally have an alert pop up on your phone saying, boom. Uh, that whole video was real, but like there's that second where it was fake. I think it could be pretty interesting. My only concern, of course, like you've heard me complain about uh, antivirus software on computer feeling kind of like a virus on your computer. I'd just be concerned like having anything on my phone that's like watching and listening to everything that shows up on my phone. But that's me. Maybe everyone else doesn't care. I don't know. In any case, um, so McAfee at the, at the CES 2024, they were demonstrating... Um, Project Mockingbird to a bunch of different people. Um, they said that the name is symbolic of the the mimic kind of cry, like behavior of mockingbirds, how they mimic your voice, right? Like I think you can, if you say something, they'll, they'll try to copy you. So, and that's the same as like AI mimicking your voice. So, you know, clever name there. In any case, 
Um, they actually did a survey back in December last year, which showed that 68% of Americans are concerned about deep fakes. Um, and I guess that's uh, that's something that's prevalent. As I'm, as I told you, like I have family members sending me videos about deep fakes. A lot of people are kind of when you when you're concerned about AI. I think a lot of people are concerned. They they don't really think about all the implications maybe of like job loss as much. They're just like the average person, but they're more concerned about deep fakes. It's something I hear a lot about. So this survey they did highlighted a bunch of different concerns about deep fakes in elections, cyberbullying, media trust, impersonations, fake content, uh, historical distortions, and of course, scams, which is kind of interesting. The historical distortions one is so interesting for me because like, I feel like re recently I've been researching a bunch of interesting historical things and uh, I got to like, yeah, I watched like a documentary essentially that was given a bunch of facts and I'm like fact checking them as I'm going because I was skeptical. I think it was a documentary about aliens. So, you know, plenty is like UFO documentary with all the UFO stuff in the news. I'm like, what the heck is going on? So I was watching this whole documentary, uh, which was in Russian. So that's always a, that's a good sign you're onto some juicy stuff. Anyways, I was trying to fact check everything, all the like, the UFO claims they're saying in this Russian uh, documentary. And uh, it was really hard because they'd be like, oh, back in like 1920, this person did this thing, that thing. And I'm like, really? So I'd like go Google it. Some things were real. Some things I could not find like anywhere. But what I'm concerned about is uh, the ability to like make really accurate historical dis distortions where it's just like, you have a picture of like some president or some person or some big event doing something. And if you can get enough websites written about it and uh, you get it to rank high in Google and say it's like a completely legit thing, like it, you could you can make some pretty crazy claims, right? Like, yeah, I mean, I know it's like a silly example, the, the UFO documentary thing, but like you could make a bunch of really legitimate looking websites about some sort of event that happened with a UFO and um, how this was like, you know, declassified something, something. And then, you know, you, you get it to rank high in Google, make it seem like a high authority site. So that's I and then, yeah, anyways, it's it's a crazy thing. And I guess like to some degree, um, the historical distortion has always been around. Right. This isn't something new or a problem that's just comes from AI. There's the classic saying that, like, whoever wins the war writes the history book or whatever. Right. So like if you win Whoever, whoever wins the war pretty much puts himself as the, the good guy or the victor. So there's like that side of historical distortion that also happens. Anyways, um, Grobman, back to the whole Project Mockingbird thing, he's kind of talking about some of the challenges of differentiating between real and AI-generated content in political figures. So their new AI pretty much identifies micro-characteristics in audio and video to detect deepfakes. So there was an MSNBC news example, which they used to demonstrate how deep fakes can essentially misrepresent political figures. So McAfee's detection, um, pretty much what they do is they just feed raw video data into a classification model to screen for um, some of these characteristics. And the company's actually experience in deploying AI for detecting malware and providing like web protection. That's kind of their background. So they're essentially you know, positioned well for protecting against any of these, this sort of fraud and scams that we may be seeing today. Although I don't know what that actually looks like in a consumer software. And I've, of course, shared my uh, concerns in that regard. But Grobman was emphasizing in all of this, pretty much the need for consumer education and skepticism regarding AI-generated content. Now, I think we definitely need more education, but I will say, for whatever reason, maybe these demos that people have done, like, it would appear that a lot of people are aware of this, right? Like, 
I don't know how to explain it, but it's kind of like when your mom starts asking you about Bitcoin, you know that like the Bitcoin bubble popped and it's like, <laughs> it's like too late. Um, that is kind of a joke from the last Bitcoin bull run. But I feel like this is what we're seeing with like the deep fake thing. It's, it's like people that are not really into AI or that into tech are like talking to me about like AI deep fakes and these like AI deep fake TikToks they saw or like reels or like whatever. So I feel like we are actually more people know about it than than a lot of other things. It's it's like a very sensationalized or like, you know, interesting, crazy kind of example that people do talk about. So with all that being said, I think Project Mockingbird is a very interesting um, project. It's more it's beyond an experiment. It's going to be integrated across McAfee's product line, apparently. So it's going to actually come out into the wild and people are going to be using it. And I think this is a great tool. I definitely think that it's needed uh, today. So I'll definitely be excited to see um, how this plays out, what the adoption is and how they how they essentially can get this thing in use without being overbearing, without it monitoring everything on your entire screen of your phone or your laptop, which I don't know how it would work otherwise. So it's going to be interesting to see how this rolls out and I'll definitely keep you updated. Thank you for listening to the AI Chat Podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, I'd appreciate it if you rate me wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're looking for an innovative group of AI enthusiasts, make sure you check out our Discord channel and also our Facebook community. It's obviously a lot more interactive than a podcast where we can actually share software tools, prompts that we're using in everyday AI. I'll leave a link for those in the description below.